if not now tell me when if not now welcome to just married stories about love and citizenship in the decade of marriage equality i'm jennifer bass this show tells the story of same-sex couples in the heartland and their journeys into marriage When Melinda and Carol first met in 1982, they never imagined what their lighthearted friendship would become. Melinda was married to Daniel when she first got to know Carol. I was, had been working for Planned Parenthood and I left Planned Parenthood to teach at the university. And, but I knew Planned Parenthood had great resources that I wanted to use in a class I was teaching. I went back to Planned Parenthood to ask if I could use some of their AV resources. And who do I run into but this young woman who was in charge of sort of lending materials that had to do with human sexuality, which is what I was teaching. But then we figured out that we also knew each other from going to the same church. So I invited Melinda to come speak for me when I was assistant dean for women's affairs. Yes. As part of our women's speaker series. And then Daniel and I Yes. Closer connection for a while. So this was my husband, and he liked to go to the Y and run around the track and then spend most of his time in the hot tub. <laughs> and that's where Carol was. So for a long time, I spent more time with Daniel than I spent with Melinda, and he was He's a good friend. Yeah. Though they had known each other for years, Melinda and Carol's friendship deepened in 2005 when Melinda's husband, Daniel, died of cancer. After Daniel died... I went, of course, to the memorial service Mm and saw you at church, but we don't remember how this happened, but somehow I invited Melinda to come to (laughs) to a university production. The Vagina Monologues on campus, my student group was sponsoring it. I have to work through the whole thing. I'm working with the students and the production. and I'm kind of looking around thinking, here I am in totally alien territory. These are all undergraduates. I don't know anything about them. This was not a date. This was, this was... No, an event to which I was invited. But we remembered. It was Valentine's Day. But, but what I really remember is that afterwards, we sat in your car. Oh, yeah. And I said, how are you doing? And you told me in much more detail the story mm-hmm. of Daniel's death. And, mm-hmm. and it, was, it was actually the first time I had sat down with somebody who wasn't intimately involved in it and told the whole story of his last week or so. And it felt comfortable to talk to you. And it was kind of a relief to be able to sort of let go of it, or at least start. The other thing I remember is when you were sending out updates to people, mm-hmm. kind of pre-caring bridge, when you were sending updates mm-hmm. via mm-hmm. email. and um, Sent to you. You sent, yeah, to me. And I remember writing to you that he's been the lucky guy, had been a lucky guy to have such a good relationship. And that at some point I ho- in my life I hoped to have a relationship as good as yours was, the two of you. Cool. I had no idea it would be you. <laughs> Carol was going through some issues of her own, breaking up with a longtime girlfriend and needing to move out with her old, infirmed cat. Melinda offered temporary refuge, both for Carol and her cat. So I had a kind of a cat infirmary going on here. I said, you can bring your cat to the cat hospital over here, and I can just take care of your cat along with at least two of mine that were sick. And so we had a cat hospital. 
you know, this is ridiculous. We're having a great time living together. Why don't you just live here? Besides, by then I was pretty interested in her. I don't know that we were paying that much attention at the time. I was decided, I think I'm actually in love with this person. Because yeah. it was so gradual and so, it just was a slow growing plant. And then we sort of said, wait a second, this is like, I think I know what this is. And then I thought, well, wait, that can't be right because I'm totally straight. And I was thinking, this can't be right because she's straight. I have a lot of straight friends. <laughs> and I have a lot of gay I've never, friends. I've never had a relationship with any of them. So it you know, just took a while to see what was happening. Well, when, when you did choose to come out to people, mm -hmm. who you came out to, oh. I thought was interesting. The order in which you came out to people and the people you felt comfortable coming out to mm -hmm. and the people who you then didn't feel as comfortable coming out to and how you did it. It didn't feel like I was a different person, that I had any different values, that I had any different interests. I thought, come out. What can I say? I just love you. And why bother? People will figure this out. It seemed like it just flowed onto something else. Meanwhile, the fight for marriage equality was heating up around the country. When marriage became legal in California, Melinda's daughter invited them to come out and get married. They were touched by the gesture, but weren't quite ready to jump into wedding planning. Then a year later, it happened in Indiana. So that day, um, which was June 25th, um, in Indiana, we said, you know, we listened to the news in the morning and said, oh man, it's legal in Indiana. Maybe we should get married. So we said, well, we'll go think about it and tomorrow, morning, we'll make a decision, or we'll have a cup of coffee. You, well, you, you had to work at them. I was working that day. And I had a mammogram up in Indianapolis, so we were busy. <laughs> we, we couldn't well, go we that can't day. can't go today. Today just won't work. So we got home and said, well, tomorrow morning we'll decide. We'll, and then Linda came up with, let's go to bed. Yep. Wake up in the morning and over coffee, we'll discuss and see what we want to do. So I'm listening to the radio in the morning and it's you know, still legal. It's still legal. Today. Do you want to do it today? So we went over to the courthouse about 10 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. So I'm just dressed in my regular clothes. And Carol says, you can't wear that to get married in. And I had, so I had to change my clothes. Just your shirt. I just put just on your t-shirt. I just said. She said, you can't get married in a t-shirt. I think a t-shirt. Okay. So, we were pretty casual. I yeah, we were clothes, but We went in there and there's yeah. a young woman in the lobby passing out white roses. She gave each of us, she says, everybody should have flowers on the day they get married. So sweet. Mm -hmm. So now we're crying. So we go in the, the clerk's office and there's nobody in front of us. We are right there. We walk right up to the desk and apply. And she is cool as can be. And then she starts crying. She says, this is why I love my job. But then she said, when are you going to have your ceremony? And we said, oh, we don't know. Maybe later today, maybe Tomorrow. on the weekend. She said, let me tell you, you better do it right away because they've already filed the paperwork to rescind this. So I'm signing off my name and she's on the phone calling Marianne saying, could we get married right now? Are you, can we do it now? Right, right now? now? She's like, well, and she I'm said, church. I'm at church, come on over. <laughs> okay. On the way over there, we're trying to, we've got to have witnesses. So in about 20 minutes, we had two witnesses, two dogs in the car. The minister, one of the church administrator said, I'll take pictures. So in our own church, 
on a beautiful day, we we she had did, no vows. She we had, walked right in and did... We hadn't thought about what to say. She walked right in, she had it. It was a beautiful ceremony, I hardly remember. The church has a wooden sculpture. And it's made from the tree. It's made from a tree that Daniel tried to save for years and finally couldn't save. And our other minister saved it about an eight foot section of this tree and they carved it into a kind of tree. a infinity symbol. Mm -hmm. And it sits in the front of our church and on the, the little plaque says, in the spirit of Dan Willard. So I was going to move this thing, which weighs about 500 Three, pounds. Yeah, it's hundreds of pounds, yes. But it's got a round base, so I could roll it. So, so we have a picture, and he was our best man. It was so perfect. He stood up, and he was there, and our witnesses, and Marianne, and the whole thing took about 10 minutes. One year later, exactly, was the Supreme Court's final decision that it was legal. So On our first anniversary. On our first anniversary. Our first anniversary. Our very same. So day. we ended up on the front page of the HT. <laughs> that was a little shocking. <laughs> then, then we were really out. Yeah, do you this give is the this is the Supreme Court, from the Supreme Court's um, final uh, pronouncement on uh, same-sex marriage from a year from Anthony Kennedy. The year later. The year later. One year exactly. No union is more profound than marriage for it embodies the highest ideals of love, fidelity, devotion, sacrifice, and family. In forming a marital union, two people become something greater than once they were. As some of the petitioners in these cases demonstrate, marriage embodies a love that may endure even past death. It would under misunderstand these men and women to say they disrespect the idea of marriage. Their plea is that they do respect it respect it so deeply that they seek to find its fulfillment for themselves. Their hope is not to be condemned to live in loneliness, excluded from one of civilizations. It always gets me. Oldest institutions. They ask for equal dignity in the eyes of the law, and the Constitution grants them that right. Isn't that great? Support for Just Married comes from the Indiana University's Department of Gender Studies, the Office for Vice President for Research New Frontiers Program, and the IU Bloomington Arts and Humanities Council. WFHB's Blooming Out is our podcast host. Thanks this week to Alex Harrison, who got help from Betsy Joes and Michael Hamburger, and to Carrie Newcomer and the Blue Note Sessions for musical selections. Listen to Just Married podcasts on wfhb.org slash just-married or find us on Facebook at Marriage Equality Heartland.